Hey guys, Courtney Sykes here. Welcome back to the Skin Boss Podcast, episode two. We're going to be talking today, everybody, about manifesting clients. A big deal if you are an esthetician working in the field right now, owning your own business or working for someone else, right? Then we're also going to talk about maximizing client relationships. This is a big question I get and how to develop those relationships into meaningful moments that, you know, reap the rewards in your bottom line, but also assist your clients in reaching their goals. When we're talking about reaching goals, we need to talk about my favorite thing, and y'all know this, is client care plans. I teach about this a ton. It is the basis of my curriculum at Southeastern Aesthetics Institute, but client care plans is something that if you're an esthetician, you never were taught that in your textbooks. Your textbooks get you to where you need to be in terms of content you need to know to pass your state board exams pertaining to, as you know, infection control, skin conditions and disorders. You have to learn about electricity, a lot of different machinery, how the treatment room should be set up. You need to learn chemistry, the science such as anatomy, things of that sort. So I love client care plans because it actually helps you develop your meaningful relationships with clients. So let's begin by talking about the manifestation of clients. If you are a brand new esthetician and you're just now starting out, so I want you to imagine that first and foremost. If you're in school currently or if you're already out in the field, I want you to think about what it means to actually develop those meaningful relationships and how you actually get your name out there. So many times when you are focusing on marketing for the very first time, a lot of folks don't know what marketing means. Marketing to me, especially in the customer service-based industry, means you are telling your story in order for your audience to connect with you, okay? It's not just about sharing your website. It's not just about sharing what you do on your menu or your prices. It's not about sharing things like buy one, get one half off, or book with me now, or some of those traditional sayings that you would say simply to fill your book. That's not going to fill your schedule, and that's not going to develop those meaningful relationships. And you're going to hear that term a lot today because developing the relationships is literally going to be what helps sell you and what you do. And what you do is help people with their skin, their long-term goals when it comes to anti-aging. And that's very personal for people, okay? When people get up every day and look in the mirror, whether it's a male or female, you know, you have to have some sort of level of self-confidence. And a lot of the times, those self-confidence moments are really based on how you feel about yourself. And how you feel about yourself has a lot to do with how you care for yourself. And it's not just about looks, you guys, but how do you care for your body? What kind of exercise do you do every day? What do you put inside your body? How much water do you how much water do you drink? What kind of, you know, mental stimulation do you get every day? Are you reading a lot? Are you, you know, focusing on your religion? You know, anything that is important to you, that's part of self-care. So, When it comes to the manifestation of clients, we have to begin with proper marketing. So let's begin with what marketing actually 
is, okay? So we mentioned that marketing is about telling the story of who you are, but marketing is through a couple of different media sources. Number one is going to be your social media interaction, which is going to be pertaining of any type of infographic. You know, whether you use Photoshop or Canva or whether you have professional pictures taken, I suggest a combination of all the above. So when you are working with either a social media designer, or if you're doing it yourself, which I highly recommend. I do a lot of social media stuff for other people. And while I enjoy that, I think it's important for you to tell your own story. So that's a big one. How are you with design? I was just talking to someone recently, and I think the biggest thing to understand is, you know, marketing is not just about posting things on the internet. (laughs) Marketing is about understanding graphic design to a level that tells the brand's story. So when you're talking about graphic design through infographics for your social media content, you also need to think of things like, your color scheme? What kind of textures will you use in your backgrounds? What kind of photography are you going to use? Do you have someone in mind that can be your everyday person? And it doesn't mean you have to be someone that has a photographer on site every day. I will tell you what we do. I love taking a lot of my own pictures, uh, whether it's behind the scenes stuff or whether it's something where students are interacting with each other or whether it is someone performing a service or whether it is, you know, my products and kind of, you know, showcasing those in a neat way with different colors and different backgrounds, whether it's outdoors or indoors, whether it's actually something that's set up, you know, through a model and that whole thing. But for the photographer side of things, I have someone who I love. Her name is Paige Phillips. Um, She does photography and also some other things too. She's absolutely incredible. Not trying to tag her here because I know she's uh, very, very busy. She may not be taking new clients, but (laughs) she is amazing. And we have her on contract to come at least three times a month. If we need more, she'll do more. But we have this set up on an exact price point, And that is something that is already set in place. So that takes a lot off my plate. And that would take a lot off of your plate to say, okay, this photographer is committing to at least three different things. And so what that means is you really could split it up between a couple of different things. Post shots of you and your staff. It could be more lifestyle pictures of you performing services on your clients. It could be other product related images if you are into product sales and merchandising and you're wholesaling your favorite skincare line or multiple lines you want to be taking pictures of you holding the product you want pictures taken of the products by themselves in your space so I encourage you when it comes to photography whether you're taking the photos or having someone come on site a couple of times a month You do not want to use the stock photography from the product line companies, for example. You don't want to use stock imagery from, you know, websites that have a lot of the salon and beauty industry stuff that's big right now, but it's not speaking to who you are, what your space is about, what you look like, what you're doing every day. Your clients want to see the inside viewpoint of what's going on in your treatment room, and they cannot do that unless you actually bring them in there. Okay, so 
when it comes back to those infographics, and let's say you've got your photography and you've got this on a rotation where every other week or so you have a really good set of photos to work with, okay, you need to be posting every single day. And I'm not just going to sit here and talk about social media. There's other things that have to be in place too. So that's that. But back to social media really quickly. Every single day, there needs to be a story told, okay? And I love quotes, for example, that inspire people. That could be part of your caption to go with your amazing graphics that you have. And your graphics can be a picture of whatever's going on in your spa and your treatment room. If you are performing a service, for example, you can integrate that into a Canva background, but just a couple little things. You don't want your graphics to be too wordy. That's a big no-no when it comes to social media integration, and you actually cannot boost posts if they are too wordy on the graphic side of things. So use the pictures either alone or just put maybe one word or something on top of the image, whatever's going on there, make it simple. The more simple you think about it, the better. And I think people get a little bit too, too creative and then you can't boost those posts uh, and you know create that audience that you're trying to look for. And they're not gonna see it in their timeline. And I think that's the biggest thing going on. Then, when it comes to your captions, you need to think words mean something. You need to know that words mean a lot of things. In fact, content is king. That's a sentence you may have heard of before. Really reread what you're saying. Does it sound good from start to finish? Does it seem like it is unfinished? Is your punctuation correct? Are you using all caps on certain words that might be meaningful to people, such as skin success? You could say something along the lines of, you know, super hydration is happening here, and hydration could be in all caps, but making sure that it kind of packs a punch to your client without being too wording, without there being too many all cap words, right? Make sure it is easy flowing from start to finish. Your hashtags only mean something when you're posting on Instagram, and of course, you can share those to Facebook and other things as well, but your hashtags are more easily looked up when it comes to Instagram, so make sure you do hashtag your town you're in. So if you're in Columbia, South Carolina, it could be hashtag Columbia SC. It could be hashtag Columbia whole word South Carolina. Hashtag Columbia Esthetician, that sort of thing. Make it easy. And in fact, when you are doing things, especially from your devices like your phone, you could simply save those tags in your notes, copy and paste those each time you do a posting, and you're good to go. It doesn't have to be something where you have to remember something every time and reinvent the wheel. I love the notes. I love the notes in my phone and devices. I love the notes section on my MacBook laptop. Okay, anything you can do to keep things saved so it's easy, do that. You could even type out your website and your phone number, um, a phone number, whether it is to call in or a phone number that you have where your clients can text message you and even your email address. You could save that in your notes, copy and paste those contact items and those extra things along with your hashtags in your content at the end of it, at the bottom, and then you're good. Okay, so again, don't reinvent the wheel. 
When it comes to your daily posts, just as a recap, you want to make sure it is telling your story, whether it is something about your higher end services that you offer or whatever's in your financial forecasting. Uh, That is going to be another topic of conversation in another episode altogether. I have a lot of information on that. If you know me, you know that I write a lot of articles for Dermascope Magazine. I teach this in my curriculum all the time. And financial forecasting for spa business owners is very specific, especially if you're an independent person. The financial forecasting would change if you're going to hire W-2 employees or if you're going to bring on 1099 room renters. It's either one or the other. And you know I'm very passionate about the difference between those items too. So that would be another separate thing. But once you do your financial forecasting and you have your high-end average ticket price and your low-end average ticket price, those are the two things that you're going to promote all the time because they're going to be what really matters against your bottom line. Don't forget that. And I'm smiling as I say that because I talk about this one a ton. For example, if your low-end financial forecast service is going to be a $65 skin rejuvenation facial and your high-end average ticket price item is going to be a $250 hydrafacial elite, just coming up with something. then you are going to promote that skin rejuvenation facial a ton. Let's think about what you could do for those two services, the skin rejuvenation facial and the hydrofacial elite. You're not going to do promotions as much on a $25 or $35 brow sculpting, okay? Those are not going to be what brings in your margins. So let's break down those two higher priced items that actually mean something towards your bottom line. And again, we can dive into that a lot more in another moment. But that skin rejuvenation facial, you could totally set up a camera and do an entire time-lapse video from start to finish. Of course, the service is going to be 60 minutes in length, but you could do that entire thing where people could see a bird's-eye viewpoint of what that looks like for you. You can have that photographer come in all the time, at least that three times a month, right? And do different pictures of you serving a guest that's a male, a female, a teenager, a more mature client, you know, different kinds of clients that might benefit from those services. You could really dive into the 10-minute facial massage. If you're incorporating a gua sha tool or something really amazing like that and on trend, you might want to film that, take photos of it, all that good stuff. And while I'm on the topic of filming, I do also highly recommend finding someone that is a videographer that can be on your team as well to come at least three times a month too, to come on site and film different things, whether it is promoting products, services, you, lifestyle things, services, you know, you performing the services, you performing services on different clients, or you could even have clients do some testimonials for you on camera. And these videographers are very fantastic with what they do, rely on them for that. They can really dive into it and make it just something amazing that you can upload to your YouTube channel as well. It's more marketing specific, and then you can reuse that content over and over again. So the skin rejuvenation facial, we talked about that one. And then the hydrofacial elite, you know, I'm using hydrofacial as an example. Hydrofacial, the brand is absolutely amazing, of course, and they have a lot of their own marketing. However, as I stated, I do recommend that you stay away from 
the company branded content, okay? We're going to stay away from that because you want to create your own. So whether it is clients talking through that particular service through testimonials, doing before and after pictures, you can have your photographer come in and film at different angles with you in different outfits, whether you're wearing your white lab coat or scrub jacket, or whether you like to wear all black from head to toe, very business casual. Or if you have a skin bar that's out there kind of in the open lobby where you have a couple of hydrofacial machines lined up and you and your team are doing them in you know, unison all together with clients laid out that way or whether it's in your private treatment room. Giving the consumers the options on how you do things within your four walls is really important. People need to feel comfortable coming into your business, and that is ultimately how that's going to happen is when you create that moment. Additionally, being the expert in your field, you know this is huge. So once you start seeing clients, you know what they're coming in to see you for. You're going to be either an esthetician that is really into waxing and hair removal. You might be the lash extensions expert. You could be someone that really treats hyperpigmentation a ton, and you you have amazing before and after pictures. And maybe, for example, let's use that for a moment and talk about your role in treating hyperpigmentation. You might have this amazing technique in which you use certain melanin suppressants paired with treatments such as microchanneling and certain brightening chemical peels and different percentages and different ingredients at different intervals. You might have a care plan, right, for hyperpigmentation that you would like to share that's more generic focused that you could actually film on camera, talk through it, and post that to social media. It's not where you're ever asking clients to book with you. In fact, I encourage you to try to never do that. Literally post your content, share your story, and do all of that in such a way that makes people say, wow, she knows what she's doing, or he knows what he's doing with this particular niche, right? Whatever it is, whether it's the hyperpigmentation or if you're the lash queen or king and you love doing certain hybrid sets, you could completely do a time-lapse video of you performing these things. You could even completely showcase a client, do a little storyline, have a whole thing where you have done her lashes and she is going off to a date night that night. She could also the next day be going into the car line at the school looking amazing. Really create a mini movie. So think about the creative side of the aesthetics. I think that's why we all get into things like this. It's a creative field, but we get so bogged down with the business end of things and serving the clients and making sure that you know they're taken care of. We forget about these fun, creative things. And the creative things are what are going to be what manifests your clients, okay? So we spoke about social media. We spoke about videography. We talked about photography. Another thing I would like to share is website design. Now, I have my own recommended people and you can contact me directly. I love good website designers, but I will tell you, you need to have access to that website all the time and you need to be able to formulate content and change it as needed, okay? If you find that 
you need to post your consent forms on your website. That's something you should be able to change yourself with ease. If you are going up in pricing in January, you need to be able to change that with ease. You need to not feel like you have to reach out to your web designer for every little change because businesses change every day. There's always something new you need to add. If you need to add some pre-instructions to certain, you know, uh, services such as micropigmentation of the brows, there's a whole lot of education that needs to come with that for people to even be happy about what they receive from you, right? So having a lot of those things on your website is huge. When you first start and launch a website, it's one of those things where it's very cookie cutter, it's very simple until you get in and start working on your business and in your business and you realize there's much more that needs to be on there. So I would make it a point to really focus on your website in your mind, at least think about it once a week. When there's things that need to be changed, you should be able to change it. And if they need to be changed daily, weekly, every other week, or at least once a month, I would say that is the longest amount of time I would go between looking at your website from start to finish, finding things that need to be updated constantly. Make sure you are looking at that part. So that's another one. Then we touched on your YouTube channel, but I will tell you, if you're not someone that's going to vlog everything, that's okay. You don't have to. Your business should still have its own YouTube presence in terms of some of those videos I mentioned, whether it's, you know, consumer testimonials, some of those time-lapse videos, you know, just because you did a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, try to record those things and upload them to YouTube whether you want to have as, a, as unlisted content that you can use later or whether you want it to be public for people to view. So consistently looking at how you can update your YouTube channel at least every two weeks would be my suggestion is a good moment to have that content stored somewhere where you can use later. But it's something your consumers really want to go and look at on their free time and have somewhere where they can check it out. Of course, all these other other amazing social media video platforms such as TikTok are really, really great. And then Instagram Reels. Look at those too. But there's nothing like YouTube out there, I will tell you that can store a lot of your professional uh, videography and things of that sort. So just think about that. A lot of websites, in fact, need YouTube links in order for you to upload YouTube videos to your website. So just kind of consider that to be something to make sure you do in addition to Reels or in addition to TikTok videos. So that is a big one. Okay. So we talked about manifesting clients, the daily interactions on social media, the website, the marketing that needs to happen from photography to videography, and all of that, and understanding that, you know, if you're not good at graphic design of certain things, outsource it, but find someone that can do social media for you every day, at least five days out of the week, your five business days. And that is the big one. Of course, you know, those things cost money, but it just depends on what you're willing to spend your time doing. So think about that. Okay. Then maximizing client relationships. It is one of those things where you have to decide now if you want to be that person that gives your cell phone out or not. And that's a very real thing that I want to share. It would make a lot of sense in customer service simply to give your email address out. You can try that first. But I will tell you, part of what I do know works, for me anyways, and I can only speak to that, 
is giving out my cell phone number. You know, whether or not you want to have another phone specific to your business, or nowadays, you guys, you can set up do not disturb times. You can set up kind of a sleep situation, in which case no one's going to be texting you in the middle of the night with notifications. And when you wake up, you can look at your phone or look at your device and, you know, really answer those things when it is suitable to you. Put those parameters in place if you're going to do that. I do recommend that. But those are the moments that mean a lot to people. So whether or not (laughs) it is too much for you, you have to decide that. But when it comes to customer service and building relationships, people feel like you are your most authentic you when you make yourself available to people. And that's not meaning every day, 24 hours a day, put those parameters on your devices, like I said, but take the time in the morning or in the afternoon to answer those text messages and make people feel like they have that personal connection with you. That is a tried and true trick that not many people will tell you works because no one wants to deal with it. But I'm telling you, if you're willing to do that, and do it in a way that works for you, then you are going to build those relationships and make sure those things are meaningful. Um, Also be careful when you do that in terms of making sure people have certain boundaries, okay? If there's a longer answer that I need to share because I do love answering people with detail when they ask me questions. So for example, Um, If a student reaches out to me and asks for specific answers to questions pertaining to business, I'm going to say, okay, do me a favor and email me this real quick. Here's my email address. You can just copy and paste it. And when I have some office time, I really want to dive into that in more detail for you and answer it. And I cannot wait to get back to you. Those should be your responses, okay? Then if it's a client and they text me about a client care plan and they want that really deep dive into ingredients and then certain services I would recommend, I'll say, oh my gosh. I'm so excited to help you with that. If you'll just do me a favor and email me this request, here's my email address. I am more than happy to send you the most detailed plan ever, and you will absolutely love it. If you have any questions, of course, you can respond from there, and they will accept that. So there's certain things in text that need to be short answer, so that's easy, but when it comes to longer responses, Do not feel like you have to say that through text. In fact, I encourage you not to because you have got to realize that, again, content is king and your responses should look very formatted and professional, especially when you're listing out answers for people. If you're going into a daytime and evening routine with specific products, I like to go in and talk about certain things you do certain days of the week, and that'll kind of segue us here into the client care plan part. But when I get into plans, I do like to do those digitally. I would prefer them to be through email. I will write one out on site with a client if I would, you know, if I can, and if I have the time. But then beyond that, I want to have a little bit of a paper trail with that person and I want to make sure we can email and have that communication. And I'll say, okay, here you go. Here's your morning and evening routine, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. I want you to do something like this collagen drops product. And of course, you know, I want to talk about my products because that's a little bit easier for me, but anything collagen related. So you've got your acetylhexapeptide 7, pentapeptide 5, any of your peptides that produce collagen and lifting. Then on that same 
same day, I would like you to do the peptide molecular cream with the six different peptides that really just tighten everything up, right? And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I want to see you use the resurgence molecules. Use a little cotton round to wipe everything from, you know, top of your forehead down to your decollete. Make sure you get your ears too. And then we're going to apply the resurgence uh, cream, the 10% resurgence cream, which is a glycolic 10% cream, followed by a little bit of lipid drops right on top. So again, that's just coming up with that off the top of my head, but you need to dive into that in a very well-written format that has bold words where it says evening routine, it needs to be bold. Morning routine, it needs to be bold. You need to go through your listing of cleanser, exfoliant, the serums, the sunscreens, of course, during the day things of that sort. So make sure you do that in a very detailed, meticulous way. And then client care plans for treatment room suggestions. I always say, you know, client care plan, treatment room suggestions and all bold. One thing I mentioned to my students and professionals when I teach CEU classes is your clients have to have at least six to eight sessions in order to achieve change. They just do, okay? So that's not to say that that's where they end. So beyond the six to eight aggressive sessions, they're going to do maintenance sessions with you. So make that very clear. You can start with something very low and very, you know, less aggressive like your skin rejuvenation facial with extractions. Let's say we're treating someone with acne grade one and two, so nothing too crazy. Then for treatment two, we could do microchanneling. I love microchanneling because it's very superficial. Make sure you understand that, that the 0.25 and 0.50 are considered to be very, very superficial and non-medical depths, okay? So we can microchannel in stem cells paired with a little bit of the purifying molecules, which has a little bit of salicylic acid. Anything less than 10% is completely okay to microchannel superficially into the skin. So a 7.5% salicylic acid and the purifying molecules is something I love to microchannel into the skin. And then you can do another pass of the lipid drops, which has your squalene in it, very hydrating and nourishing to the skin. And that is teaching clients the benefit of acids and nourishers. So writing it out, not only tells them what you're going to do, but also kind of explains the why at the same time. Make sure when you are outlining the play-by-play -play that you're also explaining the why. I'm choosing to do this service and here's why, right? And then also make sure you put your price points there. You can also, let's just finish out that thought, uh, treatment three, okay? And you could do all these, let's say in two-week intervals or three-week intervals. I love to be more aggressive like that in two or three-week intervals. If somebody can't come back you know, sooner than four to five weeks, that's also fine. I wouldn't do it uh, further out than six weeks. So just kind of think about that. Every two to three weeks is a good rotation. And so for treatment three, we could do a nice hydrodermabrasion. Uh, we call this the Hydroglow Facial at Southeastern Aesthetics Institute. But that one is really good to exfoliate yet hydrate. And then for treatment four, we're going to do a nice salicylic 30 uh, percent peel. So we call this the radiance reset facial. It's really your skin rejuvenation facial paired with a peel. And then we could even add on some red LED light therapy and red and blue. So remember red produces collagen and healing. So that's a beautiful thing after a chemical peel. And then also the blue LED light therapy for killing off bacteria. So that is a good one. And then 
for treatment, let's see, were we on four? Let's go for treatment five should be your biggest and most baddest one. So the most aggressive one for the season. So let's do a three layer Jesner peel on that one, followed by some red LED for healing. And then finally treatment six will bring them back down to a nice hydro glow facial just to kind of exfoliate, but really infuse that hydration back into the skin. And this teaches the client about lipid barrier protection with some exfoliation. And then you can have them back for other radiance reset facials, which like I said, is a facial plus appeal with incorporate enzyme peels, nothing too crazy. You could have them back for microdermabrasion facials, some more micro channeling, but you don't have to do deep layer Jesner peels constantly. You know what I mean? So it depends on the conditions you're treating. And that's a big, longer discussion. I have a ton of client care plan options. And if you're interested, I do have a book, of course, the complete esthetician consultation guide that has a ton of this information in it for estheticians. So definitely let me know if you would like a copy of that and I can send you the link. But anyway, you guys, client care plans are huge. I hope you kind of see from start to finish how this is so meaningful for clients. So we discussed today manifesting clients. And that has to do with understanding marketing and what's needed on a daily basis from you. And on a daily basis, you need to be telling your story, sharing that insider viewpoint on what's going on. Of course, you don't want to give away everything. Don't want to give away all the trade secrets, right? But give them enough to make them feel confident and comfortable to come see you and understand what exactly is it that you do, right? It's not just reading off your website. And we also talked about website. So constantly changing, making sure your content is really amazing. Make sure that your website is available to be able to upload YouTube videos and some of your tutorials and different things like that that make it a little bit more user-friendly and more fun to look at than just simply a website where they can book online and read your menu. You know, a little bit more needs to happen there and make sure you have access to it on a daily basis to change it. We talked about maximizing client relationships and I kind of gave you my little secret, which is making sure you are available for clients with certain boundaries but giving out your personal information with boundaries is key to developing strong relationships with these customers and making sure they know they can count on you as the expert. I mean, truthfully, that is the secret sauce to real relationship building. And then we talked about the benefits of client care plans and whether or not you want to write them out is fine, but I also love emailing and making sure that you send this detailed plan. Spend some time on it. Make sure you have office time to do that. And you're helping people track their progress, take before and after pictures, and make sure you're making clients see why you are the one to go to. You're not just there to do a service and be done. You're there to be along their journey. And their journey happens outside the treatment room too. So being there for them, answering their questions, and helping them through some of the things they have to do at home in addition to what they do when they come see you, right? And that's what really creates those moments and that's what makes your job really fun. So I hope that really helped. And you know, you are an amazing esthetician boss, you guys. You have got this. I have no doubt. Get up every day with a fresh new start and just look at the fact that we get to do what we love every day from a creative standpoint. I mean, what better job is there than that? So continue being amazing skin bosses, you guys. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Have a good week. Bye.